You're listening to DraftKings Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family owned from the start. Same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo, the tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo, now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckley. SAB, the CV. Copyright 2024. Proximo. Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Dan Levator Show with the Stugats Podcast. I honestly think that some of this uh, emotion of the last 10 days or so, because Stugats has been drinking and smoking and partying and having sex with Las Vegas, mm-hmm. I think that Stugats has missed and saying same whenever it is that I want to hug him and talk about the emotional <laughs> moments in this. Yeah. I think one of the things that Stugats has missed in recent days that has made me laugh and has moved me, not unlike how I've been moved with Greg Cody here, is to watch Nick Wright toy with the media game and arrive at full clownhood where he wins the media game. He's got a following at FS1. Skip Payless is on his way out. Cowherd is building his own empire so he can sell it to somebody else. And, and Nick Wright is the face of that network now with the controversial takes of... Patrick Mahomes is great, and LeBron James is great. Better than you guys think he is. Stugatz had the lane. When the quarterback wins, I celebrate the quarterback. That's football. That's easy. Except with the Chiefs. <laughs> Except he went the other way. He had the same lane Nick Wright had, but Stugatz veered over to, I'm going to question the Chiefs. I'm going to question Mahomes. Yep. I'm going to have the worst takes in the history of this business. I blame Josh Allen. I blame Lamar Jackson. I mean, win a home game against Mahomes. Jesus Christ. And now you blame Kyle Shanahan. Yes. Well, Dan, I blamed him earlier. I'll blame him again. The fact that we're going to let him skate. Um, one of the most egregious things we've ever seen in a Super Bowl. You were the head coach. You preach accountability. And you and your team did not know the rules to overtime in a Super Bowl. Dan, that's a fireable offense. It really is. Either he knew them and didn't communicate them to his team so they knew it, 
or he flatly did not know it. And if he didn't know those rules, I'm sorry. That is a terrible job by him. And this is a guy, as I said earlier, up 28-3 as an offensive coordinator, blew that lead. Up 10 against the Chiefs late in the fourth quarter or midway through the fourth quarter, lost that game. And now he doesn't know the rules to overtime, and we're calling him a genius, and you're the guy who's constantly preaching to your players, be prepared, know everything, know every situation, and you. The head coach, the genius head coach, did not know a simple rule, a rule. This is such playing the result, dude. If they drive down and get a touchdown, everyone's praising him for taking it the way he did. If he knew the rules, he would have went he for it on fourth rule. down. I don't think he did. He did know the he, rule. You, you cannot go for it on fourth down there. Yes, you can. No, you can't. All they need is a field goal to beat you. Billy, they had a plan. Mahomes said they score a touchdown. We're coming back down. We're scoring a touchdown, and we're going for two. The Chiefs had a plan. If you know Mahomes is getting the ball back, right? Don't you rethink what you did? Like, I would go for a touchdown there if Mahomes is guaranteed to get the ball. You I'm not need, certain he knew that. You need points. You need any type of points at that point. Because then if the, if you stop the Chiefs, then all they have to do is kick a field goal, and then you each get the ball again. If you go for it, the Chiefs get the ball on the eight-yard line. Like, you have to go 90 yards. Like, you go for a touchdown there. You know Mahomes is going to come down and score. You really think it's a fireable offense? To not know the rules? They're the, the quickest rehire I, in the history of coaching an, if he got fired. An injury to his quarterback. They said that about Belichick. A, an injury to his quarterback <laughs> last year is all that prevented him from being in back-to-back Super Bowls. Billy, he didn't know the rules. The players are saying, we didn't know the rules. So a guy that could have taken you to back-to-back well, Super Bowls, you you fire. No, Eric because Armstead. Because he doesn't know yeah. that they changed the playoff rules. Eric, yes. Ar- Eric Armstead and Juszczyk have said that the 49ers did not discuss their game plan. That doesn't mean that... Whose Kyle, job is that? That doesn't mean Kyle Shanahan didn't no. have a plan. The guy's got cameras in every coach's office. He's checking everyone out. He's a control freak. You know what? Put a camera in his office. Stop w- looking at your coaches. Stop worrying about what they're doing. Worry about what you have to do and what you have to do is know the rules well, this, to the game this is uh this is uh, an obvious take he's he's not wrong he, he is wrong that he should be fired for that you know, and no, then uh, thinking the, that he would not get hired the, the, again the, he's wrong about that the, the it's flatly, you have to do it though, flatly wrong about that. you can't that. just get mad at a guy because, you have to fire a guy because i know how this goes <laughs> i invented this game this is how this goes he <laughs> fires him then the 49ers called belichick and what because then he brings Belichick back into this. When every single team in the NFL said no thank you to Bill Belichick. I'll take it one step further. Belichick and Brady. Okay, so... Because <laughs> they, they have a great relationship. Oh, well. Billy, this is what Stugatz is going to do, and he's going to box you in at every turn. I haven't been boxed in once yet. This, None of no, these made, that, that, made no, any no, sense. No, this, this is the, only, the, this rules, is the only way that it makes sense. Did you it, know the rules? No, listen, it's not my job to listen, know the rules. Listen, this is coming from a guy who coaches daughter's lacrosse team, and they were number one in the country two years in a row, but I did not know the rules at the end of one tournament where they were only playing a half. I thought we were playing a whole game. But I don't get paid <laughs> millions of dollars. I'm not considered a genius. That was expected of me. We expect more of Kyle Shanahan. We do. The, the, place, that, the, rules. the place that he has you boxed in is just here, Billy. It's an easy rhetorical trick. Genius. Know the rules. Like, it, it's... Yeah, he should know the rules. Now, I do believe he knew the rules, and I don't believe his uh, his hit in the head a lot of times, use check, concussion, fullback, necessarily knows all of the rules. And Foxworth has said, lie in that spot. 
just lie so your coach doesn't have to deal with the idiocy right. of Stugatz attacking when look, Stugatz. I want to just show you this clip of Peter King and Andy Reid talking about the end of the game. It was the last play of the game, and we think this sport is easy, and we think we know more than these coaches. Uh, just listen to him explain to Peter King. By the way, Peter King, 50 years doing this and asking the most remedial of questions because this is all complicated shit that we think is easy, and you idiot. Know the rules, Shanahan. Watch this at the end of... This was the last play of the game. Tiger 12. So that puts McColl in. And two tight ends. One running back. Yeah. Tom and Jerry Wright. One-way play. We don't have a lot of one-way plays, but this is it. Yeah. And it's gun, trips right, bunch, F shuttle. Okay. And that gives you a little corn dog with... Some, what, let me ask you this. What, 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 is the, what is the part of that play that denotes the motion? The shuttle. X shuttle. Okay, shuttle. All right. I feel like I'm watching Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting look at the mathematical board, but at the end, Andy Reid just throws some mustard and some ketchup on it, and, and you realize that he's not speaking Mandarin, that I don't understand anything he's saying. It's just, it's just a corn dog with some mustard and some ketchup, and now, Peter, clearly that's your language, just like it's mine. And, and Peter's like, what? Why? Why? I've been covering football for 50 years. Why? 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 I don't like that Stugatz put me in a position to what be happens? defending Kyle Shanahan. That was weird. It's so mean? strange. Because I don't think he's a genius either. Okay, good. Win some games. Just say thank you. Yeah, but you took it too far. You're okay. back. You took it too far with the fire. <laughs> Here's the I'm thing, sorry. though. Why are we putting it all on Shanahan? He's got a staff of 30 people, including quality control coaches, who are supposed to be covering all of the smallest details. Guys, they knew the rules! Okay, There was a couple guys that were like, maybe we didn't have a full meeting, but like the coaches knew the rules! And my point is, even if they didn't, it's not all on the head coach. Yes, it, it is. Well, no, that, there, there should be charge. people in his ear going, hey, by the way, so-and-so and such-and-such, and, such, and we need to... Maybe consider running this because they get the ball back. Or, you so know, and so and such and, and such. And he and Haw. So and so right. and such and such and he and Haw. He doesn't know his players' names. I mean, there <laughs> seemed to that be kind of thing. There yeah. was confusion. There was definitely confusion. It may have happened just like that. Right. That's what I'm saying. He shouldn't have said such, such and such. He should have given more detail. Right. But somebody's got to be in his ear saying, look at here. You know, mm -hmm. they have to tell the coach to go over the overtime rules with the players before overtime. I this mean, you had two weeks to do it. You had two weeks to prepare. Breakdown of this. I mean, this is very frustrating. All right, well, Chris, have at it because this is Stugatz is going. Look, the the greatest of all the Stugatz's positions, all of them, is great game. Let me see if I can come over here and fire somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm with I'm with Stugatz on. There is a debate on when you know you have Mahomes that's going to be getting the ball next. Maybe you do just go for the touchdown if you're that sure Mahomes is going to drive down the field. Like that's more of a debate on whether they should have gone for it than whether they knew the rules or not. Like like I just feel like it's just we're dumbing it down too it's, much here. No, and I'm it, saying this. It's such a good show though. Stugatz just buh. Fire him. Doesn't know anything. Corn dog. He's got corn dog breath. He smells like Vegas for 10 days. Shanahan doesn't know the rules. I would out corn dog him with more ketchup and more mustard if they gave me the playbook. My kids asked me the rule, and I said if they score a touchdown here, game over. That's the greatest part. What percentage of our audience knew the exact rules? I was panicking. Until Romo, with like nine seconds left, was like, guys, the game's not over here. I was like, whoo.
Wait, but Romo didn't know the rules. Yes, so he, did. he did. No, he did not. He kept saying this is a play. explained no, that. He, he didn't know the rules. for the season. He yeah. said play. On, well, he on said that the whole down, game. No one knew it. On third down, he said if they score here, it's the Super Bowl, which it was not the case. Mm-hmm. Romo With literally explained to, uh, it to us. And After you guys he got it wrong. He, he got it wrong times. so many he times. The producers helped him out. You couldn't trust him. He got it wrong so many times. Lucy, can you? I'd just like some assistance from you on the following because I do find great. The ratings better than ever on football monster ratings more successful than ever amazing taylor swift now has uh, they have fans that are girls and women because football wins football always wins however last year no one seemed to care that there should have been a giant turf controversy and the results were decided by no one being able to stand up on the field slipping and sliding all over the place and this year ends with and let's be honest about this this is funny as a way of measurement most people listening to this did not know the rules at the end what is the question you're asking? And now they're crushing the coach, even though they didn't know the rules. I, I can't think about no women who yeah. like football before this or the, something. The question I'm asking you is, do you not find it amazing that our most amazing analyzed sport, that at the end it would come down to one time the guys couldn't stand up on the field, and the second time we don't know the rules at the end? Football is objectively a very stupid sport, so I feel like that makes total sense the way i view football is in the sense of we have the most athletic players out there just like fighting to the death and it usually comes down to the least athletic guy on the field the kicker that's football summed up so yeah things are going to be weird the turf's not going to work people aren't going to know the rules i didn't know the rules taylor had to look them up and tell me everything's okay i just want to say i hate the vibes in here right now everybody's yelling yelling. it's making me uncomfortable i'm having a bad time think about this the (laughs) only reason the only reason the rules changed at all is because of Mahomes. Yeah. Because against Yelling the Bills, again. he scored didn't too fast. To me. The Bills didn't get the ball. Did Shanahan miss that game? I mean. Why am I here? The vibes are bad. Uh, Chris, he vibes is. Vibes are terrible. Chris, he's quoted as saying it's not something we talked about. It's not something we prepared for. It's not something we have experience with. And I took the ball first because I wanted it third. Lucy, do you want what? to do you want to play with Greg what? Cody? Would you prefer the vibes were good when we were Can just you talking? Send me about- to the penalty box. That bad, huh? Whoa. Just a, vibes oh, are bad. Man. Just yeah. vi- well, I need do, a breather. How do we set? Can how about this? How about all the vibes? The rest of us go to the penalty box, and you just sit here and just uh, clean out the vibes. Can you can you clean them out? I love that. Right. Everybody go. Everybody. And the right, woman back. The woman stays to clean. There was no third drive. I'm out of here. <laughs> I think men need to work on their emotions and how yeah. they handle things. Yeah. They're so dramatic. This is just. There's no need to yell. Everything's over. Greg, are you just gonna stay? Oh, you're just going to stay. You're not going to go. Okay, Greg is leaving. It's just me here now, and I finally feel safe. This is this is how the Dan Levitard show should be. Welcome to the Lucy Rodin show with Stu Gotts and no one else. I'm done. <laughs> Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln? Or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight? You might have not, and that's okay. I probably have thought about the UFC one, to be honest. But Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. If you love basketball, and more importantly, if you love fun, you got to listen to Six Trophies, where Jason and Shea serve up the biggest moments from all around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter, and pop culture side quests. Each week, they hand out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Stuff like the Denzel Washington and Training Day trophy, given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill You Might Win Some, But You Just Lost One trophy for the team or player that just can't get it together. Plus a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head-scratching moments from all around the NBA. 
This playoff season, you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Folks, listen up. I want to talk to you about PXG and their new Black Ops driver. You no longer have to sacrifice distance for accuracy, for forgiveness. Folks, those days are done. You get both of those things with this new driver because I went to one of their PXG locations and I tested it out myself. And my boy Mike over there, if you're in Fort Lauderdale, you got to go to that location. He took care of me there. It was quick. It was efficient. By the time I got into my car, I had my email where my clubs were going to be sent. I have them now. It is a beautiful thing. What an experience. The PXG Black Ops driver is a break through in driver technology. It's complete, total victory in golf club engineering, unlike anything you've ever seen before. It's adjustable to deliver a combined MOI of 10,000. I'm telling you, that is ridiculously high. You got to check it out. The PXG Black Ops driver. You'll be as impressed as I was. Learn more and get free shipping on all the equipment at pxg.com slash Dan. Use code Dan at checkout. That's pxg.com slash Dan. Code Dan for free shipping on all equipment. pxg.com slash Dan. Code Dan. Don Lebatard. The Clevelander Hotel sits on a famous strip of land, and it's a party palace. There are sometimes these conventions that roll through here that are terrifying. A couple of weeks ago, it was the Bitcoin people. Stugats. They call the uh, the event 70,000 tons of metal. It's more than that. <laughs> it's a lot of metal, man. <laughs> I mean, listen to me, Roy. I love Miami. That music has made me consider moving. You're talking about more of like the... Like that. This is the Dan Lebatar Show with the Stugats. It's been a very chaotic day, okay? Uh, Greg Cody came in here, and he basically fouled up our plans. We had a plan in which we were going to talk in the local hour about the Marlins losing Jorge Soler, mm. one of their big home run hitters. Yep. The Marlins now, their farm, their farm system is a mess. Now they've lost their big home run hitter, and they're falling woefully behind in the finances game. Derek Jeter really wrecked everything here. Like, it is... A disaster with the Marlins. Yeah, he did build up the farm system no, he before didn't. he left. No, he ended up kind of destroying the farm system. They they built it up in terms of there were top prospects, but then he and Gary Denbo had no ability to develop those prospects and then ended up moving the wrong prospects in exchange for major leaguers, spent money on guys like a Viseo Garcia, and now they're in a position where they have a bottom uh, it's one of the worst. like buck passing. Chris, no, Chris Cody. No, it, it's what happened. Chris Cody, they are, if not the Angels, they're the worst farm system. They've got one prospect, Meyer, in the top 100, and he's in the 90s. They don't have anything. Although he's really good. Yeah, and they don't have anything, and they're now behind in the division. In fairness, they brought up Yuri Perez, who would yeah, have been did. on that list. So. And that's, that's important. Right. And Max Meyer ultimately will be on this big league squad, and he's a guy that's kind of a, a weird X factor. He was a third overall pick. But we were going to figure out a way for Lucy to come in and get involved with Marlins talk, and I asked her, how do we get you involved? With a gun. And so we had, <laughs> that's right, we had, we had fake guns that we were going to use, even though that's probably not, you know. Yeah. Safe anymore. Nerf guns, you want to Nerf guns. Let's make that important. Yeah. Right. Uh, but then we did a fire marshal site, or no, an air marshal segment dance where to use the prop guns. Yeah. Uh, well, but here's the problem Let me we tell have. You something. Why is she here? That was fire marshal Brill, Bill, actually. It sounded like Jennifer Coolidge. It did sound like Jennifer Coolidge. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it wasn't, but it wasn't fire marshal Bill. It was, it was Brill. It was. <laughs> 
Anyways, back to the show. It was clearly uh, not. Did we do fire marshal as Jennifer? Coolidge? Yes, I mean. Let me tell you something. <laughs> That's a good show. Got <laughs> Back to you guys. All right. So, so anyway, what Je- what Lucy was trying to do is clear the vibes in the room because today's show has had a lot of emotion. Greg Cody came in and and just was really in love with the smell of his own farts and should have been and, sh- and should have been. Should have been in love with the smell of his farts. Or? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a good week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Bad two segments though. Yeah. Bad energy the last. I don't two love segments. that analogy because it though. hasn't been about him. And and Greg Cody is the energy of Tuesdays. And so, please, Lucy, can you clear the room? Can you clear clear the vibes of the room, please? So I have some incense here. Ooh, that's smells not, delightful. It smells really nice. Can't light it on fire. I wasn't allowed to do that. So that's a little bit upsetting. I was going to have us do breathing exercises, but Ooh. then I remembered we're an audio medium and video. But yeah. for the audio, that would really suck if we just sat there and, and just breathed together. Well, so, I don't know. But if you, guide us, if you guide us through it, then like yeah, the audience can do it us, as well. Yes, we yeah. can do. Okay. I, I've gotten great benefits from doing breathing exercises in the morning, stilling the mind. I don't think it's good audio. I wouldn't broadcast it. Same. And if you're driving, keep your eyes open. But the last two segments weren't really good audio either. No. So They were bad, and I was overwhelmed. <laughs> so I want everyone to take a deep breath in, hold it for two seconds, Greg can't and do let that. it out. All right, do that again. Deep breath in, and out. Now this time, I want to hear your breath when it comes out. Your, this voice, is your voice is soothing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I do yoga with Adrian videos. She's taught me everything really? I know. Really? Oh, she's delightful. Oh, she is the best yoga YouTuber. I'll send you her videos. So mm. I want everyone to breathe in. Eyes open or closed? Closed. But let it out like loud this time. Like, <sighs> <sighs> Yeah, like really hear your breath. Pardon me. Too much Try breathing. Try not to yeah. do that. So in. Too much breathing. And out. But really hear the breath. That's going to get all the bad vibes out. Less right, fat, one guys. One more time. In. And out. I thought there was a third possession. All right. How are we feeling? Better? Centered. Centered? Does anyone want to yell right now? You can't fire Shanahan. Oh, my God. Dan. You can't fire Trying him. to do something. Learn keep it going. going. Rules. No, keep I mean, it going. No, hold right, on, hold on. We need more breathing. Do it in the Super Bowl. And out. He never does. What do you mean, do it in the Super Bowl? Breathe in. He has it yet. He has it. And out. And if you're talking, shut up. We're Breathe not in. And out. He's had three double-digit leads in the Super Bowl. All right, more breathing. All right. He keep chokes in the Super Bowl. Just remember, Dan Stu, I control your microphone, so I can turn them off whenever I want. If you're and good out. enough to lead by double digits in the Super Bowl, you're good enough to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, you're yeah. Not. unless you're not. Yoga yeah, with Adrian doesn't that's have to deal with four this. different leads, three different leads. Blow them all. Three different leads. If you're gonna talk, use your whisper voice. Semantics. Ow. It's not semantics. What do you mean? It was, it was three. Four? You're right. It was three. It was like four. Three or four. This isn't working at all. I feel All right. stoned. Now let's. That's good. That's what that's we good. want. That's good. That's what we're going for. Yeah. That's what we're going for. All right, for. everyone. We're going to stop the breathing exercises. I want you to lift your arms though. up. Yeah, keep breathing. Yeah. But lift your arms up over your head. Oh. Mountain pose. Mm-hmm. And bring it down to your third eye. Keep your eyes closed. Oh. Breathe in. Third eye. And out. Now drop it down to your heart. 
And remember that we love each other and we want to be nice and out. All right, arms back up. Breathe in as you put your arms up. Who did Adrian want to win the Super Bowl? I don't know. She's from Austin, so oh. I don't think that really pertains to anything. And <laughs> drop it down to your third eye and breathe out. All right, hold this for two breaths. Dan, that's your heart, not your third eye. Now drop it down to your heart. How are we feeling? What are the vibes now? A bit of a yoga boss. feel pants. great. Now bit release your pants. arms. <laughs> Stu, you're not really good at this. You have to move a little oh, sorry. graceful. Oh, sorry. i graceful. Yeah, put your arms up higher, though. You want a oh, little higher? stretch. Your third eye. You think Shanahan wishes he had Tom Brady? I think he wishes he was in this yoga class right now. Now drop it down to your heart. Heart. And release. Release. Now shake it out. Shake all the bad vibes out. Everybody move your arms a little bit. Mm. Do we feel good? Do we feel great? Do we we want to argue with each other anymore? I want to celebrate Hee Haw 3. Yay! Aw, yay! Everyone, you did so amazing. I'm so proud of you. And honestly, I feel so much better. All right. So, uh, Greg, let's celebrate you here before we get out of here. You have have been ebullient for uh, for a full week. Uh, Chris, except those two segments where we didn't talk about them. Uh, Chris, (laughs) legitimately, the, the happiest you have ever seen your father. It's the, yeah, my daughter being born and then being a part of the Hee Haw 3, mm-hmm. I would say, are the top two. Yeah, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> no, Whoa! I'm kidding. Are you? Sort of. He's not. I don't think you are. <laughs> Do you love the birth of your grandkids more than your actual kids? Like, is that a, a bigger day for you? Oh, boy, that's a tough question. Uh-huh. That's what they pay me for. <laughs> I know. I don't want to take Pinch a quiz. you down. Uh, I don't want to take a quiz. No, that's a, it, it's so different, you know. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Love them all. No, he I loves, love love. Lo- loves his granddaughter more. Yeah, I love love. That kind of thing. And you know. Oh my gosh. Folks, gather around. Everyone gather around. Listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me. You bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Don Lebatard. Who is the comedian? Is it uh, James uh, Mulvaney? How do you pronounce his? Uh, how- John Mulaney. Uh, there you go. Thank you, John Ooh. Mulaney. Is the- Two dollars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a bad fine. Wow. Everybody argu- started shaking their head. I mean, he's arguably the most popular comedian right now. Uh, <laughs> James <laughs> Mulvaney. <laughs> Stugatz. Put it on the poll, Guillermo. Is, is John Mulvaney the most popular columnist at Lebatard? Oh my God, so- comedian. Dan, Jesus, get it together. Excuse me, comedian, my bad. This is the Dan Lebatar Show with the Stugats. 
He's the co-host of All the Smoke. Uh, we have told you before, proud to be in business with All the Smoke Productions. We're starting this DraftKings network for everybody. And he and Steven Jackson are two of the first, along with McAfee and some of these other businessmen, who have recognized a lane that's specific for them where they can make content and have a second career after their playing days. So I'm proud of a lot of the stuff they're making. Bully Ball with Rachel Nichols and Boogie Cousins, Taking in the Truth, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. And you can hear him with Steven Jackson interviewing Keyshawn Johnson, Rod Strickland, Snoop Dogg here. I don't know. I The last time I saw you, you were excited about one of these that wasn't even on here. It was three hours with somebody. I won't mention it, but uh, what else do you have up uh, coming up here, Matt? Because you guys have been doing a lot of these, and they're very popular. We got you coming up. This Thursday, uh, we're dropping your episode. So to, uh, in two days, we'll have your episode up. But, uh, you know, as you mentioned, just really excited to get the process going. Um, the, the, the responsibility of and, 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 and the blessing to be able to create content uh, for DraftKings and be able to partner with Metalark and, um, you know, just kind of see where it goes. I'm really excited. You know, we obviously got a chance to sit down in New York with each other a few weeks ago and really kind of fellowship and get to know each other better. And it, it made the partnership to me even stronger. So definitely excited to get the ball rolling in 2024. Was that the episode you were thinking he was excited I to was promote? Not, no, right. he caught me off guard. It sounded like I was leading him to that. That was not the one I was talking about. I got three about. hours with you, no, huh? That's not, not the one. I was talking about someone else. But uh, how did it go? Uh, how, how did it go with Keyshawn? That's the latest one, right? Keyshawn was good. You know, Keyshawn is a great energy and, and obviously has tremendous stories from his playing days to his draft party to really his transition into media, which he's been doing for a long time and doing very successfully. So, uh, you know, Keyshawn was a, a great interview. Got a chance to go do his show about a week and a half ago. So, yeah, the ball keeps rolling. Uh, we continuing to drop episodes that uh, people are enjoying. And, and I'm definitely excited for people to see your episode, Dan, because obviously, with all due respect, I understand what you're about and, and your platform and your audience. But I don't know if our audience does. And I think we had such just a, a deep, interesting uh, heartfelt, cool conversation with you. So I'm always excited about kind of that crossover, if you can call it that, um, kind of into our world. So definitely excited about um, dropping your episode in a few days and see well, the response we get. Without over-explaining, I need to tell you that Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes, one of the many reasons I admire them is because they managed in that league for 15-plus years to, guys, to fit into every environment, always being their most authentic self, always being a great teammate. And so it's the media brand that they're building now, and people are going to be comfortable sitting next to them. Also, I want to put this in front of you, Matt, because I know you're competitive and I know you're a businessman. Shannon Sharp has arrived in the space very loudly mm -hmm. and very well mm -hmm. and he is exceptional at doing what he's mm -hmm. doing and now it is elevated to where he is fighting Mike Epps because of something that Cat Williams said <laughs> on the podcast and so I, I want to play this sound for the audience and for Matt Barnes and get his take on this. Mention my name again. Yeah. And I'm going to put the DMs. I'm going to put I'm, and I don't like doing this. Yeah. But you're lying. See and yeah. I don't care about all that other stuff. You can say I'm gay and you can say I'm, I don't care about that because yeah. I won't chase a lot. But yeah. I won't let you lie on my name. Yeah. Now you can say all that other stuff. I can deal with that. Mm -hmm. I don't look. And I want somebody to send it to you. And y'all been I've been seeing it in the chat. Y'all yeah. know who I'm talking about. I don't know who you're talking <laughs> about, but I'm with you. I'm a, say I'm, my name again, and I'm gonna put the I'm a, and I'm gonna release the DMs because yeah. you're lying. Yeah. You said I reached out to you to come on Club Shay Shay, and you a mofo lie. If the, him talking all that, yeah, when it wasn't them tight ass leather pants trying yeah. to be funny, yeah. But I'm gonna see if you're about that. Yeah. Say my name again. Say your little joke. Get your little laugh off. Have fun. 
but just don't lie and said I said something when right. I didn't. And you know who you are, mofo. Yeah. 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 I'm calling you a mofo. Now, yeah. when I see you, boy, I promise you, I'm going to pull up. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to pull up and yeah. I'm going to see if you bought that because yeah. I'm about it with you. Me too. <laughs> wow. Ocho has a great gig. Yeah, great. Ocho does have a great gig. Yeah, Real quick. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I'll get your thoughts. I want all your thoughts. But here is Mike Epps because you don't go at the comedians. You got to be careful going at the comedians. So here's Mike Epps coming back at him. I know this grown man is not mad at me. So many people talk crazy about you. They was on Saturday Night Live talking about you, imitating you. But now you want to fight me? Now, I'm not going to lie. I did DM you to get on the show. But I DM'd you to get on the show because you brought my name up when you were sitting there with Cat. And he was trying to get him to talk crazy about me, but he didn't. Okay? Now, second of all, talking about pulling up on me. You're going to be an all-star. I'm going to be at the all-star in my hometown. And I'm going to see you. All right. And Ocho, you shut up and go get some eyebrows. You looking like a whole milk dud sitting there <laughs> agitating. We watched the white boy kick your ass on TV. So oh, you shut God. up. And Shay, Shay, you did look like Medea sitting there. You was looking zesty. I'm not saying you gay, but you was looking zesty. You look like Big Frida sitting there. You need to take some tight ass shirts off with the muscles. And that's it. <laughs> Go check out my special. Yeah, there it, the <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh, end. shit. <laughs> so, so what do you have for us there? There's a lot of ground oh, to cover. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's a lot to unpack. I mean, first of all, you know, definitely respect uh, the lane that Shannon has created for himself and the attention he has drawn. Um, and again, I want to I, I want to say this without coming off the wrong way because I don't look. I'm funny. I don't look at anybody as competition. With all due respect, Dan, I feel like everyone there's a lane for everyone, and everyone's created that lane. And I feel like there's plenty of money to come behind those lanes. But I feel like you know, obviously Shannon has taken off individually, and then him and Ocho have a great thing going on. But it's not necessarily our cup of tea, so to speak. You know, it's a completely different lane. And and, and you see now, obviously, the uh, Cat Williams interview, I think, broke some kind of YouTube record for the most views. And I think that's great. I mean, that's a lane he's excelling in, a, a lane that he's getting notoriety in and getting money in. And that's great, but it's not necessarily what we are trying to do. You know, we want to continue to kind of keep our lane and not even that 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 what they're doing is gossip because I don't want to disrespect again what they're doing, but there's just a lot of different energy going on there and, and people coming and talking their truths and telling them their truths. And again, that's always great. Speak your mind. But again, that's not necessarily the lane we want to create, well, Matt, the lane if, we want to if, develop. If, if I may interrupt you for a second, what you've created next to you and Steven is everyone <coughs> is walking into something they know is authentic. And from the jump, they're comfortable. They're, they're comfortable in your interview setting. You're not professional right. interviewers. You're trying to make them right. comfortable. But Matt is saying mm -hmm. they become uncomfortable when he starts doing that stuff. Uh, um, well, what's that stuff, though? What given, Gossip. Okay, no, but it's... Yeah. Wait a minute, though, Matt. What Shannon Sharp has now created, and this is not a small thing, is a place where black comics and black people feel like they can speak freely, even if it's tearing, even if it's tearing down others. Like there aren't <laughs> right. there, there aren't a lot of avenues right. for that. There is value right. in Absolutely. that. Absolutely. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm again, I'm not even mad at that. Again, that that's his lane, and and he's the king of that lane right now. And I definitely uh, respect that, and, and and wish him and his team, you know, nothing but success. Uh, but to address the other side, with uh, Mike Epps is a a good friend of me and Stack, and uh, Stack got a chance to talk to him yesterday, and I was I was you know I heard what they were talking about, and it was funny, but. You know, to me, you just have to be careful. First of all, like you said, Dan, going at comedians because comedians, they tell jokes for a living. They're going to make us laugh for a living and all of us are cracking up. <laughs> just Mike's what Mike was saying and how he promoted his show at the end. But you also got to be careful, you know, when you're doing a lot of that tough talk because, uh, you know, Shannon is going to Indiana and, and uh, Indy for the All-Star game. And that's where uh, uh, Mike is from, you know what I mean? So to, to be making those kind of threats and talking about, I'm going to see you here, I'm going to see you there, and then you're going to this guy's hometown, that's not the smartest thing. So I hope for the sake of all of us, because, you know, people are fans of both of them, that they're able to just to have this conversation and kind of clear the air. But um, again, I think overall, uh, I like what Shannon is doing. I like the lane he has created for himself and, and Ocho. And, you know, I wish those guys nothing but success. Matt, let's talk about this part, though, because you were famously um, somebody not to be trifled with. So when you start talking this language and they're friends of friends, and and we're talking about uh, Shannon Sharp's step to the Memphis Grizzlies. Like he he shouldn't throw away what he has right now in order to fight Mike Epps. That would be pretty stupid. <laughs> well, there's another part where uh, you guys didn't show, but Mike says he doesn't fight these days, and he insinuated uh, something else. And, and and again, that's where you know we can kind of laugh and joke about this, but you know, obviously, pride plays a huge part, and ego plays a huge part, and all this kind of stuff that we kind of see. These conversations used to take place face to face or, you know, through a friend. But now these type of conversations are done on social media where people can add gasoline to the fire and hype it up and, and be a hype man the same way Ocho was being, but just kind of on a different level. So, again, I hope cooler heads prevail from that standpoint, because, uh, you know, Mike is a great comic. Shannon is great is what he's doing. And, and both guys are excelling in their lane. And I hope that, uh, you know, there can come some, I, I, I'm almost positive that they're going to be able to talk it out. And, you know, you'll see Mike Epps on, uh, on Shannon's show soon and they'll be laughing about it. I, I want to play for you some sound from Club Shay Shay. Uh, Monique, uh, well, not the sound from Club Shay Shay. Monique went on with Shannon Sharp and said that while she loves Shaquille O'Neal, uh, she would not listen to anything he says because he cannot keep a woman, because he is not someone who will open up to a woman. And Shaq was asked about this by Adam Lefko, and his response was a word salad that kind of denied it, but made it clear that he doesn't trust opening up to women. <laughs> Do you open up emotionally to women? And you said no. You shouldn't do that or else they'll throw it back in your face. Shannon Sharp brought it up to your good friend, Monique, and Monique had this to say. How do you take advice from a man who has no woman? And I love Shaq. But how do you take advice from my brother that has no one? So she said, I love my baby. I love my brother Shaq. But who do you open up to? So she, she did disagree with me. She used the word pillow talk. I don't pillow talk. Mm. She used the word uh, Shaq doesn't have a woman. Really, Monique? Monique, really? But who do I open up to? Nobody. But then again, but then again, I'm not gonna be at home pillow talking, tell us in my ear. It's just something I deal with, and I deal with it my own way. You do more than talk on that pillow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, yes, exactly. But now again, the clip that went viral. This is just me. Yeah. You don't have to use my method. You ask me what I do, and I say no. And but I like it because people. 
can agree or disagree, but this is who I am and I'm not going to change. Yeah, you're not asking other people to do the same just, thing. I'm just saying this is not nothing I do because I'm taught to be a man's man, man. Yeah. If you got problems, deal with it. Don't put those problems on your wife and your kids. Deal with it, sucker. I know a lot of men who speak that way, who just are, don't put anything on the woman, hide it as if she doesn't see through you because they're better and stronger than we are. Uh, can you explain what you just saw there and the general distrust that can be found when you reach Shaquille O'Neal's level <sighs> of superstardom? Um, I never got a chance to reach his level of superstardom, uh, but obviously had my, my time in the league. And uh, this is no laughing matter, but I mean, we get PTSD from our experiences in the league, man. We've had ups and downs, goods, bads, greats, uglies. So there is kind of a trust factor that comes with sharing our experience. We can't share with just anybody. Um, I'm actually in counseling now. And funny enough, my fiance and I kind of got an argument recently because I had something really serious going on. But until it really kind of had until I really had a plan for it, I didn't share it with her either because I'm from the old school, like Shaq, you know, we deal, you know, mighty is, is the shoulder that wears the crown. So, you know, as a man, we do have to deal with a lot and we do have to put up with a lot and there's no crying. There's no making excuses. There's no poor me. It's get it done. And I think that's very common in the black community. So, you know, Shaq spoke a language that a lot of us former athletes and a lot, of, I think a lot of black men in general speak, you know, not really necessarily having the wherewithal or, the knowledge to reach out and ask for help. Um, and I'm not saying by any means Shaq needs help. I'm talking about me personally no, from the standpoint it, it of, just, you know, it leaves you, it, it leaves you alone though, Matt, it leaves you alone yes. when she's criticizing. She loves him and she's saying he's got no woman. He's alone. And, and she loves him. <laughs> like she's not, she's not yeah. trying to rip him. She's saying, God, I want yeah. better. I want better for you. Be less alone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think Shaq, and again, I'm, guessing Shaq has plenty of women. Maybe he just may not have a main one or a fiance or a wife, but Shaq has never had an issue uh, getting women. Um, I think but what it, what it comes down to is, again, having prior situations where he probably was comfortable enough to share blow up in his face. And I've had situations where I was comfortable enough to share in my past uh, relationships where it did blow up in my face. So again, I see both sides. I see Monique's side, but I also understand Shaq's side because I've lived Shaq's side. So again, it, 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 it's a lonely world out there sometimes when you get in a position to where we've been. But also I, I would recommend obviously finding someone to be able to open up to because we go through a lot. We have a lot on our plate and it is really hard to carry that day in day out all by yourself um and, and Shaq says he has his ways of dealing with that that he didn't necessarily share um you know i'm a big cannabis advocate and, and that helps me with some but then also you know reaching out and, and having counseling and understanding childhood trauma and past trauma and how that affects the men we are today so um i love Shaq to death that, that's one of my big brothers uh don't know monique personally but i've been a fan of her work but definitely can relate to where Shaq is coming from when he talks about not really sharing with women because it can be thrown in your face. Stugatz, I will tell you that I sat down for a couple of hours with Stephen Jackson for Friday's South Beach three session. Three hours. Uh, uh, not three hours, uh, just a couple of hours uh, for the most recent South Beach session. And he talked about some of this stuff and told some of the most amazing stories that I have heard uh, because he, he too has been hurt by, uh, by women in a way that keeps a great many scars. And I think people will find that interesting. But before I get you out of here, Matt, I'm just curious because I do not know what happened here. You had a public incident this week that uh, some people were 
were videotaping you uh, threatening to slap the shit out of someone. I would not want for you to be threatening to slap the shit out of me under any public <laughs> or angry circumstances. What ha what happened? Why what what happened? Uh, so what happened when we were at a high, my kids' high school basketball game, and uh, it was a championship, and my kids' team was picked to finish eighth out of eighth, and somehow they found themselves in the championship against Harvard-Westlake, who was a nationally ranked powerhouse. Um, so I was yelling at the refs, Dan. I yelled at the refs my entire college career, my 15-year NBA career. Uh, I coach AU in the summertime. I have high school boys, and I have a five-year-old coming down the pipeline. So I'm going to be doing a lot of yelling at the refs um, but this particular incident um this kid right here and, and i will say my one mistake was putting my hand on his shoulder a lot of people want to say i grabbed this kid or i did this i literally put my hand on this kid's shoulder because he you know it was almost like i was talking to my son you know what i mean he he told me to sit my ass down and i, I was just like you know why do you feel comfortable enough to be feel like you can tell a grown man to sit his ass down so um he and i had a little back and forth and you know again obviously uh, admitting my faults to, to even touch him was wrong of me but i, I want to make sure it's clear that you know the narrative of me is 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 some guy that beats up people and i, I want to make sure people know i didn't body slam this kid i didn't choke slam him i didn't do any of the sort i literally put his my hand on his shoulder like, you know, it was like I was talking to one of my sons and, and again, for that touching him, uh, I was wrong. But I just didn't like the disrespect that came with uh, the, the, the entitlement where they felt like they could say anything to me. Not only did that kid say some slick stuff to me, but there was a there was a woman in the stands who actually they caught a picture of flipping me off saying F you. And I'm just like, wow, like you really feel that you could just say anything to me. And again, as you can see the video, see, I wasn't talking to their team. I wasn't talking to their players, their cheerleaders, their fans. I was talking to the refs. The foul calls were 25 to nine in that game. So I was well within my right to be yelling at it. But you know, Dan, we live in a, in a world now where perception is reality. And if the narrative fits and you know, I am someone who has had a background of handling business, you know? So again, I didn't want this to get blown out of proportion i even hesitated speaking on it because it has it has died down but i just wanted you know first of all you know apologizing for touching this kid's shoulder uh, i should have never touched him but i did want to know why he felt comfortable enough to tell me to sit my ass down and then i also wanted to know why the lady in the stands felt comfortable enough to say f you to me um but again i didn't get any no, of those answers clearly matt, and like, it clearly, is what it is clearly matt barnes in the wrong here an out, out of control menace filled with fury and right. reputation oh already no yeah. already no but 25 to 9 matt i mean that's you know that's <laughs> that's ridiculous that's right ridiculous. i mean you understand yeah, right ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> you completely understand uh matt did you burp earlier yes there was a tremendous burp yeah. uh, there was somewhere in there i was asking you a question i heard someone burp and i thought it was greg cody with vegas <laughs> yeah it was. but, 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 but but was was it Greg Cody or was it Matt Barnes? There was a, a tremendous. No, it wasn't me. Oh. I haven't ate nothing yet. So All right, so it was Greg Cody. So sorry, okay. somebody burped, man. It was the I biggest burp in show history. So that was I mean. your contribution to the Matt Barnes <laughs> it conversation. It was a good burp, though. Okay, yeah, uh, burping it. All the smoke. All the smoke productions on YouTube. Uh, we do want to mix our audiences, and you saw with tenor and tone there. I'm glad you did talk about it because there is a TMZization of things, and now you have this oh, reputation. Man. 
the reputation that I would like to help you uh, show people, you and Stephen, more of your personality because it is not limited. Appreciate that. You, you don't mind fighting in an alley if you have to, but no, we'd, we'd like no. it to not come to that. <laughs> Absolutely. Peace, peace, peace and love to everybody. So again, yeah, definitely could admit, you know, Dan, I can definitely admit my fault and in, in obviously put my hand on this kid's shoulder. But like you said, the dramatization and, and the narrative of the past played right into the situation. And, and, and I'm glad we got a chance to kind of cover it uh, because, again, people will run with the, oh, someone hit me on. So you body slammed a kid at a high school game. Yes. I'm like, you're out of damn, control. That's how, yes. that's you're out of how control. fast it We all it saw went, it. We so. saw the video. You right. body slammed him. Right, right, it was right, obvious right. you were aggressive. You were very aggressive. Man. We all watched it together. Mm -hmm. Yes. Quit being right. such an asshole. I've been kicked out right. of lacrosse tournaments, Matt. I could do yes. three hours on it. 25 if you want. to nine is a lot. I hear you. Thank you, Matt. I hear you. Uh, good talking to you again, sir. All right, guys. We'll talk soon. See you, Matt. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.